Parshas Yisra begins somewhat out of order. So let me explain. There's a debate in Chazal. Is the Torah written chronologically or thematically? Some are of the opinion that the Torah was written in the order of the events, as it occurred. And others say, no, Torah is not a history book, and the way it was written is to convey certain lessons and messages for us to learn from. So if something is written out of sequence, and if it deviates from the chronological order, then there must be a compelling reason. The Torah wants to communicate to us a message of great significance. So the Gemara quotes several different opinions as to what inspired and motivated Yisroy to join Klal Yisrael. One opinion is, he heard about Matan Torah, the great revelation at Har Sinai. And if that's the case, why is the Torah placing the story of Yisroy before Matan Torah, if that happened later? So the Mepharshim explained, by placing the episode of Yisroy before Kabbalah Satara, the Torah is teaching us a great lesson. The Pasuk says, Vayishma Yisroy, Yisroy heard. Yisroy was the paradigmatic listener. Yisroy wasn't just a passive listener, a listener by habit or rote. He was an active listener. He listened with great attention and diligence. In the Shira it says, Shamu Amemir Gazen. All of the nations of the world heard about Hashem intervening with nature by splitting the sea. And the other great miracles that were performed on behalf of the Jewish people. It was all over the news, mainstream media, social media, the networks stopping their regularly scheduled programming. It went wall-to-wall coverage with Kriyas Yamsuf. Everyone tuned in for a bit, but then switched the channel. However, Yisroy heard and it made an impact on him. Rashi says, Ma shmiya shama eba. Rashi uses a double language, Shmiya Shama. Yisro's listening wasn't a superficial hearing, it was a deep understanding of the spoken word. He took it as a call of action. He said, this is world history and I need to investigate this. Yisro was the quintessential listener, not only surface listening, also a deep understanding, being influenced by what he heard and taking action. Yisro is teaching us the skill of listening, which is unfortunately a lost art today. In Parshish Yisro, we read about the Seres Hadibros. One of the Ten Commandments is to observe the Shabbos. So speaking about the Shabbos and being an active listener, I'd like to share with you a fascinating story about a boy by the name of Dave who grew up in Madison, Wisconsin. He was raised in a non-observant home. So after high school, Dave somehow wound up in Shiva's Ar Sameach in Monsi. So as time progressed in Shiva, he began observing Shabbos and growing in his understanding of Torah and mitzvahs. After spending a period of time in yeshiva, he decided that he should turn home to his parents back in Madison, Wisconsin. His rabbi told him, if you return home, it will be very difficult for you to keep Shabbos and kashras and various other mitzvahs. Here in yeshiva, everyone keeps Shabbos and davens, while at home, you have no rabbi, no shul, and a non-observant home. So I would recommend you stay here at the yeshiva. However, after some back and forth discussion, Dave chose to return home. He returns home, he arrives on Friday in the afternoon at 4 p.m. And Shabbos was about to begin in just a few hours. And Dave is thinking to himself, my parents and my siblings, they go to the movies Friday night. And I obviously can't go with them. So what am I going to do here all night? I'll be here myself. It will be very challenging for me to keep Shabbos. I don't even have kosher wine to make Kiddush or any Shabbos food. But he rationalized that he will somehow get through it. So Shabbos starts 
and he's strong. His family urges him to join them at the movies, but he refuses. I'd like to observe Shabbos, he says. His family leaves. A few hours go by. He's all alone. The house is dark. He can't use his phone. He doesn't have food for a Shabbos meal. And he starts to grow desperate. And he feels as if his resolve is about to break. He gets up from his seat and he says, God, if everything they taught me in Yeshiva is true, give me a sign. And if you give me a sign, I promise, I will not only keep Shabbos this week, I will keep Shabbos for the rest of my life. He sits down and he waits for the sign. However, there's no sign. Another hour goes by, it's now 11 o'clock, and still no sign. And Dave says, you know what God, I'll give you an extension until midnight. If by midnight you give me a sign, I will not break Shabbos. It's 12 o'clock, and still no sign. Okay, God, says Dave, I'll give you one final extension so you won't say I'm unfair. 12.15, that's my deadline. And if I don't see a sign by then, I'm violating Shabbos. Another 15 minutes go by, it's 12.15, and still no sign. Dave reaches for the remote, and on went the television. And on comes the David Letterman show. And Letterman is interviewing Steven Spielberg, a well-known filmmaker. And Letterman asks him, so what have you been up to lately? And Spielberg says, I've been traveling. In fact, I just got back from Israel. And Letterman says, oh really? Did you learn any words you can say in Hebrew? And Spielberg says, I didn't pick up much, only two words. And with that, he turns to Dave and looks straight into the camera and he says, Dave, Shabbat Shalom. Staring at the television somewhere in Madison, Wisconsin, Dave is shocked. He freezes in his seat. And after composing himself, he thinks, God, thank you for the sign. Shabbat Shalom, Dave. There are pertinent messages being communicated to us on a daily basis. We just have to make sure that we are actively listening and internalizing these messages. And now we know. Shabbat Shalom.